0: everyone, welcome to the He Who Prepares Wins podcast. My name is Ed Fisher and I'll be your host. First of all, I want to say thank you for everyone for joining me today. Today I'm going to talk about my superpower. For years and years, I thought my superpower was hard graft. I thought I could just outwork everybody, work more hours, and just keep turning more volume and volume of work. But over the years realised that it wasn't the best idea, especially with two young kids. So a few years ago, I started to take my life a bit more serious. And I I realised that what I was doing was not working. I was getting totally burnt out. It was not good for my relationship or anything. I was being crabbed. Because I was working so much, I couldn't uh, care for the way I should have. I. I was still doing quality of work but my customer service and my coding systems and all that sort of stuff were all, all over the place. Purely because I was just totally exhausted to be trying to do too much work, trying to do too much work myself especially. So I thought to myself, right, let's learn how to actually operate a business as an owner and know just a tradesman who's good at his job so I wasn't to just work in my business, I wanted to work more on my business but I realised that it was actually me that was probably the problem in my business so I said right, I need to work on myself first so I went doing the. R- Journey of buying books, courses, things like that, to learn how to be a better business owner. But when I was trying to read these books and do the courses and things like that, I was finding it really hard to focus and concentrate. And I wasn't taking it in. I was really struggling to learn. I was struggling to learn. I was getting really frustrated as well. I was starting to realise there was a problem here At first I thought I was just stupid and I was just being lazy in my learning and I started to realise I don't actually know, I didn't know how to learn the proper way to study or anything like that so I said, right, there's a problem here so I started doing some Google research and the more I was reading, the more I was starting to go down the, the line of. Hold on a minute here. I maybe have uh, some sort of learning disability here or something like And what it turned out was. What it turned out to be, and what I now I call my superpower, is I've got dyslexia. And that's how. Sometimes I find it hard to find the right words to express and I'm always second guessing myself when it comes to what words to use and you'll probably find that the reason I struggle to pronounce some words and things like that but but just just because I've got that stuff I'm not letting it hold me back I'm going head first into all these problems and try to just learn every time I do it After I realised that I had Dyslexia, I thought to myself It took me to my late, middle to late 20s to realise that I was Dyslexic I don't know if that was just stupid or no, but I thought to myself, how was that, how was that all picked up at school? Because I always struggled at school, especially with reading and writing really, really bad and reading aloud was like my worst nightmare at school always felt that I would be embarrassed and all that sort of stuff, and the blah, He can't read, or anything like that. And when I was six, I used to go to a speech therapist as well. I went there for two years. So, I feel like the school system let me down big time. Anyway, now that I know that I'm dyslexic, I thought to myself, right, I need to find out how I can use this to my advantage and that's why I call it my superpower. and the minute I was studying I was starting to realise that there's are super successful people like Richard Branson and things like that who are dyslexic as well, You different types of dyslexia I'm not going to go into the details of all the different forms and all that sort of stuff it's linked to ADHD and all that sort of stuff but anyway, I'm using it as an excuse I'm using it as a, a tool to move, move forward also notice that I always look like down because I take notes. Uh, when I'm speaking about on the podcast, just so I can stay on the right train of thought. But after coming to the conclusion of dyslexia, I do think it's made me a better person, and it's actually made my business better because I've picked up some tips and tricks. I hope to use it to be me a. To be more productive and how to scale things out better and systemize things a lot better. But I thought I would go through some, uh, some of the wee tips just in case there's anybody out there who thinks they're stupid and all this sort of stuff and they can be successful. Not that I'm successful but I like to think to myself is I'm going to at least try and be successful. And I'm going to try and move forward. I'm not just going to feel sorry for myself and say, Oh, I've got dyslexia, so I just have to have a dead end job or anything like that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to to try my hardest to be successful and build my business up. So here is number one on my tips. And I think it's the most important. I don't drink alcohol whatsoever. Stopped drinking heavily a couple of years ago. The reason I don't drink is not because I don't like getting drunk or anything like that it's because for days and days after it it gives me terrible terrible brain fog and when you've got dyslexia brain fog is one of the worst things you know you've got the answers in that brain but you just, you can't move through the clouds to think straight so that's why I don't drink and if you're struggling with learning and things like that I would probably say don't drink, don't have to just drink forever, but if you like to try and better yourself and improve, then you definitely need to cut out alcohol. My second tip is I've built habits. So some of the habits I've built out is I try and cut out as many distractions as possible. So it kind of keeps me switched on and focused. One of the habits is exercising. As soon as I wake up in the morning, I do something. I go running, I uh, lift weights, I go to my bike. I do something. I get straight out in the fresh air and I do something. Even skipping ropes and exercise is great. I call it my kickstart. So I kickstart my brain in the morning to get the, the clogs turning. If I don't, it's like I've got brain fog and I'm relying on coffee all the time to get by even just 20 minutes even just do a walk just to get the brain moving it's a must something I don't do in the morning is I don't I don't go on my phone I use my phone for my, lar- my alarm but that's it I also use a WHOOP watch uh, it's worthwhile having a wee look in the WHOOP uh, w-h-o-o-p Online, they have a watch that tracks a lot of stuff as well to do with your health, your sleeping patterns, lots of stuff. Google it and have a look to be more productive and how to scale things up better and systemize things a little better. But I thought I would go through some, uh, some of the wee tips, just cases there's do am there who thinks they're stupid and all this sort of stuff and they can be successful, not that I'm successful, but I like to think to myself as I'm going to at least try and be successful and I'm going to try and move forward, I'm not just going to feel sorry for myself and say, oh I've got dyslexia so I just have to have a dead end job or not like that, I'm not doing that, I'm going, to be, I'm going to try my hardest to be successful and build my business up. The reason I don't go on my phone in the morning is if you instantly go on your phone and you go straight onto social media it becomes like an addiction all day your body because that's the first thing you've zoned in, in your body wants it the rest of the day and then you find that you're always picking up your phone sweeping checking social medias all that stuff just a pure and utter distraction another thing when it comes to phones as well i set screen time so i only go on social media i've set it across all the platforms for whatever so if i overstep the hour, it automatically cuts off you can go into your settings and you can change that I've got an iPhone, you just go to screen time and you can set the apps that you don't want in a or you want to set a, team, a timer on so after I do all that stuff I do my, my hard things first so I get the exercise out of the road and I read a book from Brian Tracy and it's called Eat That Frog it's worthwhile Having a read of that, it's just a small book, it's only like 180 pages or something like that. And what he tells you is, do your most important things first. So one of the most important things to me as a small business owner, and sometimes I take my foot off the gas with this stuff, it is sending quotes. So if I go and see a job, I try to have the quotes with the people. Three to five days, or if I'm really on the ball I'll get it centre to them the next day but if you're working a lot with kids and family and that you need to set time aside to get your coach done so what I try and do is I try and do them in the morning if I look at my phone or nothing I come straight in and go straight after I've exercised I come straight in straight on the laptop a clear, focused mind I've got my to-do list sitting there and I just start knocking about one at a time when it comes to to-do lists I'm always writing things down. I've got a wee black book I carry about with me, take notes. Oh, I need to get this for a job. I need to do that. I need to call her back. I need to do this. I need to do that. Write it all down. Another thing you can do is you can, if you've not got a wee pen or paper, you can use the notes in your phone all the time. Always write notes down. Sticky, wee sticky notes. I've got a pad in my van. Sticky notes. Scribble it down. Stick it next to the steering wheel, wherever. And then what the is at the end of the day. I come home, and I'll sit all that stuff on my desk, and then, and first thing in the morning, I'll go through my notes, I'll go through my wee black book, and then I'll get my sticky notes, and then I can categorise what's most important, what needs to be dealt with, what's to get sorted. I'm a big fan of a book called the 5am club as well, and that's the time I got up most mornings, 5am, so I get my exercise in, and then I deal with all my big problems in the morning, first thing. My next tip is diet i found for years and years my diet was terrible I was always eating processed foods, takeaways, crap Which I love, I sort of love all that stuff But it's no good for you and it's really bad for brain fog Brain fog and dyslexia are linked so much So It's it's as if your brain's not working So now I just try and do everything I possibly can to have a fine chance to have the same type of brain as somebody Uh, that's no dyslexic. So, when it comes to diet, whole foods, so as close to organic as possible. Organic's really expensive. So Well, it's not really expensive, but it's a lot more expensive than other stuff. What I try and do is I try and drink at least a litre and a half to two litres of water a day. I have a couple of cups of coffee, but I only have cups of coffee in the morning. I don't have them in the afternoon. Because that can upset your sleep and things like that, but if you study the Woot Watch, it explains all this stuff. I eat a lot of protein. I feel that like protein is good for the brain as well. So, a lot of protein, whole foods, fruit, vegetables, that sort of stuff. When it comes to actually learning stuff, so this is a wee tip for MD really struggles with learning. It can be expensive, but it's well worth it. So, when I buy a book, I also buy the audiobook now. So I can listen to it and read it at the same time. It makes such a difference. But the study I read is, it hits two different bits of the brain, so your eyes are taken and your ears, so it's double. Also, any books that I get, or audiobooks that I get, I always read them three to five times to absorb the information. I'll also take notes and i highlight the pages I just find more and more and more, I just have to repeat, 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 repeat So the information actually sticks When it comes to actually learning stuff So this is a wee tip for anybody that really struggles with learning it's, It can be expensive but it's well worth it So when I buy a book, i also buy the audiobook now So I can listen to it and read it at the same time it makes such a difference, but the study I read is, it hits two different bits of the brain so your eyes are taken in and your ears, so it's double. Also, any books that I get, or audiobooks that I get, I always read them three to five times to absorb the information. I also take notes and I highlight the pages. I just find more, and more, and more, I just have to repeat, 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 so the information actually sticks. So I'm just a painter. With next to no education, but I've still managed to undertake and complete jobs, at tens of thousands of pounds. So what I'm trying to say is, if I can do this, build a trades business that is growing really, really well, if I can do it, and my brain's only working at half the capacity, if your brain's working at full capacity, and you're not even trying then, all I've got to say is, shame on you. So, I'm just a painter with next to no education, but I've still managed to undertake and complete jobs at tens of thousands of pounds. So, what I'm trying to say is, if I can do this, build a trades business that is growing really, really well, I can do it and my brain's only working at half the capacity if your brain's working at full capacity and you're not even trying then all I've got to say is shame on you anyway thanks for listening thanks for spending your time with me I know I've drawn on a wee bit but I'm trying to be quiet because it is 7 o'clock on a Sunday morning and my kids are sleeping so if you could could you like, subscribe and share this I would greatly appreciate it I might help somebody somewhere. You never know. Anyway, thanks for your time. Fisher. Subscribe now.